You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Round three. Round three. Here we go. Good thing people don't hear us live. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. I'm so thankful they don't hear us live. Thank you, fans. Thank you, fans. Whoa. Whoa. Look at this guy coming up with stuff on the fly. Look at that. You are like Popeye, and but instead of eating spinach, <laughs> you drink coffee. Oh, is this the coffee here? Hey, 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 hey. I don't, I don't know if that's Popeye or not. Ooh, I, 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 it's hot, yeah, it's hot, it's hot. There, there, there we go. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's Joey Gladstone doing Popeye. Yes. Because never once have I heard Popeye go, or whatever he does. <laughs> so wait, am I the Joey Gladstone of this podcast? No. Ugh. No, no, you are your own breed. Oh, okay. You are Adam. And I am John, That's and right. we are your co-hosts today on another episode of G4D, a.k.a. Grounds for Discussion. discussion. Beautiful. 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 Just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> we were supposed to do vocal warm-ups beforehand, sir. Oh, a little oh. phlegmy there, huh? Yeah, oh my god, my allergies, man. Yeah, I know, man. I'm feeling it, too. Oof. Hmm. So if a drop of snot falls on top of this mic, you know why. Drop of snot. That'd be a good band name. <laughs> drop of snot. <laughs> like a post-punk yeah, right. rock band. <laughs> oh, man. wonder what songs Drop of Snot would have. Mm, the Mucinex guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry! This seems like a good place to live. There's germs everywhere. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that's a good <laughs> reference right there. I'm sure all of our fans are at home thinking like, hmm, boy, I sure hope they do a reference to that Musinex commercial. What a classic guy. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. No, everybody's too busy posting memes about the genie. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Yikes. Oh, boy. But thankfully, we will be talking about much better things today. We'll be yeah, like the Grammys, <laughs> so much better. <laughs> yeah, the Grammys and the winners. We won't delve too much onto it because we've already had a previous episode where we really got in depth. But I think we'll just kind of you know regroup on a couple of things. I think you and I both have some additional thoughts to make. Sure. And then we will review the latest album from Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Fans, thank you, coffee. Thank oh, you, I, coffee. I don't yeah, know. It still yeah, works. It kind of works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of fans. Oh, yes. We have a person. What are we calling it? <laughs> fan, of, fan of the week. <laughs> fan of the episode. Fan of the episode. Just, just one episode. Okay. You're our fan of the episode for until, about 30 minutes. A fan of the episode until someone else comments on it. <laughs> but yeah, we have a special fan of the episode. This week on Grounds for Discussion, which, hey, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website, g4dpodcast.com, where we post all of our episodes, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. 
And without further ado, we will read the fan of the episode from GK Miller 15. Title, pretty good show. He gave us five stars. He or she, I don't want to assume here. Probably the greatest thing to ever be crafted by human hands. This includes all the respect that is due to the bidets in Japan, which are a close second. If you could only hear one more thing in life and your parents aren't the type who will one day tell you they're proud of you, it should be this podcast because then I'd be proud of you and I don't mean to speak for them, but maybe Adam and John will also be proud of you. So in conclusion, listen to this show. Also listen to this somewhat creative podcast. And while you're at it, and to prove I'm not the only here to self-gloss, watch The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon Prime. It's a delight. Wow. Thank you, nondescript fan. I have no idea who you are. <laughs> none, none whatsoever. And wow, two two promotions for the somewhat creative podcast, which, which hey, we were, we were guest stars on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if there's some kind of connection here. Mm, I wonder if Kyle, you know, Kyle's last name is Miller, so maybe he knows a, a GK Miller. Mm, yeah, maybe. 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 I'm, I, I can't be sure, though. I think we're going to have to investigate it further. Yeah, wow. That was a beautiful fan. Thanks, uh, GK Miller 15, for being the... Uh, Episode fan of the week. JK. G- GK. 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 <laughs> did you just do that in the Donkey Kong? Kong? Yeah. <laughs> of He's course the leader did. of the bunch. Oh, of course he did. I'm not going to impress all the audience here, but I could probably do the whole DK rap right now. Uh, you know what? You might be better off doing that than us talking about the Grammys again, but you know what? We got to talk about it. <laughs> so we got to do it. Yeah, I didn't watch the Grammys. I watched a little bit okay. live stream. You know, because because that's what you do now. You watch shows on Twitter as opposed to watching them on your TV. Sure. And I'm gonna say something kind of shocking here, Adam. Mm. I was pleasantly surprised. <gasps> I didn't hate the results from this year's Grammys. Yeah, there was a lot of shockers this year. Shockers, indeed. So before we kind of delve into it, we talked about this last time around, but there was a lot of criticism that was given to the Grammys last year for not including a lot of women nominees. And then I think the president or the main person behind the Grammys had basically said that women, quote, need to step it up, end quote. And let's just say women have been stepping it up before all this. It's the Academy that hasn't really recognized that effort. But thankfully, they got their act together. And yes, indeed, this was a great, great award show for women this year. And I'm actually quite happy with who had won there. A couple of ones that I'll delve into that I'm not really a little like back and forth on. But let's kind of do the really big stuff if you want. Yeah. First up, we have Album of the Year, which was given to Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour. Hmm. I, I think we both underestimated this album. And Casey Musgraves in general, because she won a couple more. But I think we both thought, if I remember correctly, it would either go to Janelle Monet or Cardi B. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I'm I'm glad to see her win it. And I knew when she had won those two other previous awards in the show that most likely she was going to be winning the top award. I love this album. I think it's a great album. Yeah, I agree. I It would have been nice to see Janelle Monet win just because I think she's done a lot, not just for music in general, but she's also an accomplished actress, and she's done a lot for the LGBTQ community. She but, killed it with her performance, too. Oh, I saw that online later. Yeah, and, and that was the other thing I was going to mention, too. Like There are a lot of good performances in this show 
a lot of good ones. Um, next, I kind of wanted to go around, and we kind of predicted this one, which is best song, song yep. which goes to This Is America. And I think it probably was a easily predictable choice. Sure. But I'm, I'm really glad to see Donald Glover get it. Was not there to accept the award. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first time an artist has done that since... Uh, what's his name? George Michael. Okay. To not to not be there. He won twice. Well, Donald Glover he's, too. He's on his way to becoming an egot. Yep. And he also uh, won it for best music video too yeah. as well. Yeah. And and actually record I think. So actually technically that's three. Yeah. Three Grammys. Crazy. Best rap album. Um, I think we predicted this one too. But yes, Cardi B Invasion of Privacy. Oh. Mm. Again, this is a Liam uh, Gallagher. Not for me, mate kind of album for us it, but hey i i also think mac miller had a strong chance of winning this one too just because of everything that happened full credit to cardi b she did say that she would share that award with mac miller i thought that was a nice little tribute to him that's good to do that mac miller for those who don't know had passed away recently to a drug overdose i think so yeah so, very also, young age we'll be talking about him a little later in this mm-hmm. episode as well because yeah. there's some songs on Ariana Grande's new album references that. And then rap song, we have God's Plan, which is Drake. And oh I guess boy. he made some kind of speech and I don't know. Didn't that was a big talking point right there. Was it? Yeah. A lot of people seem to really like his speech that he gave. And it was a good speech. I just think that Drake is a creep. Yeah. I just really think he's a creep. There was recently a video that came out of him being inappropriate with a young fan. Hmm. So... I'm not going to go into much more detail than that. He's just not on my good list right now, and I'm not really a fan of, of him. And seeing him up there, and I don't know, it just kind of skeeved me out, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, especially if people know, like, what his history is, and, like, I don't know, that comment, yeah. you know, that the guy made last year, it's like, women need to step it up. It's like, okay, then why are you promoting artists like Drake still? Like, Yeah, that's, that, that's there's terrible. still some safe picks here, and Drake is one of them. Oh, yeah. I I don't agree. I'm with really it. surprised, you know, with Black Panther being nominated for everything that it did for the Oscars this year, that Kendrick Lamar didn't win anything for Black Panther. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised too. Like it really surprises me because that movie, like, I didn't enjoy Black Panther as much as you know the other Marvel movies, but I do see its significance and importance. Yes, you know, representation and stuff. But yeah, I'm surprised he didn't win anything for it. Now, an artist that we both like, and we've actually reviewed her before, and actually two of her most recent albums, St. Vincent won for Best rec- Recording Package for Mass Adduction. That's a good record. It is. And I think it has some great packaging on it. And I mean, that cover of her in the tight leotard. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Just something else. It It is definitely a great package there. And that won't be the last time that we will mention her. But, you know, I definitely want to give a shout out to St. Vincent. And I think I think that record actually got better with time, too. Yeah. So, you know, I, def- I, I definitely prefer that one as opposed to the deconstruction one. Yes, me I too. I think there's only certain songs that really work on that, but Mass Seduction is a great album. And then next from there, and we're not going to harp on this too much. Yep. But we predicted it. Greta Van Fleet won best rock album <sighs> with the album From the Fires. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't want to harp on these guys more than they do. Congrats to them. Seriously. I'm not just saying that. I'm not, you know, trying to be funny or anything like that. Congrats to them because 
these guys are young and talented and they've been very successful at what they've been doing and there's no doubt that they are playing a certain rock style that hasn't been around for a while and i understand the appeal but i still feel like you could have put some more variety in this category to begin with i feel like the problem now and even more than ever you know all the criticism they're getting it's like okay you guys are being like led zeppelin they're like we're not being led zeppelin and giving them a grammy for their music is basically solidifying like this is what people want so now i'm fearful that the next album are they gonna they're gonna make is gonna be just the exact same stuff like it's not gonna go anywhere because they're like oh it's good enough to win a grammy why should we reinvent who we are and what style we're already going for yeah. So I think that's the thing that upsets me the most about this. Like, could they have an opportunity to write something really cool? I would hope so, but at this point, it's like, eh. Yeah, I mean, there just wasn't really too much to pick there to begin with, yeah. you know? And I think, <clears throat> excuse me, the Grammys need to do a better job of variety there when it comes to rock music. I don't think they will, though. It's one of those things. And no. speaking of, you know, rock mass seduction one for saint vincent yeah so that's interesting yeah I'm, I'm i'm really happy for her here because there's one good thing that can come out of her getting the spotlight during the grammys because she also had a great performance here with a dua lipa i think mm-hmm. her name is yep i hope that more people are going to open up to her and listen to her music because she's still at that like line of being an indie artist but i think there's still this hesitation with some people being like you know, because I think to us, we consider her like probably the closest thing to a rock star we have right now. It's like a, a new one, not one that's, you know, been a rock star for a while. Like I'm talking about a modern rock star. Yeah. And she can really kill it on stage and just shred that guitar to pieces. Oh my God. Yeah. And I don't think that she gets enough recognition outside of the indie circle. So I'm hoping that happens with this, uh, with these wins that she gets. Yeah. Um, alternative music album Beck won that. Yeah, I think that's it's a very safe pick. I'm really surprised Saint Vincent or Arctic Monkeys didn't win that. I was really surprised by that too. I I was really thinking that Arctic Monkeys was gonna get it. Yeah, but oh, they like Beck. He won for album of the year before, so it's it makes sense. So my bad here. It looks like I'm reading the list. Uh, Black Panther won for best score of a soundtrack for okay. visual medium. So that's good to know. All right, yeah, that's good to know. Uh, Chris Cornell won for When Bad Does Good for rock oh performance, you know. So you know they don't broadcast, like, all the winners. The best reggae album, and I kid you not, Sting and Shaggy won. Oh, uh, I was looking forward to getting to this one. What the crap? So I tried listening to them. I, I try with anything that we discuss and talk about on this album, and it is just not good. Yeah, it is no. really not good. You gave it to them over Ziggy Marley. Like, come on. Yeah. This is. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. That I don't get at all. Really, really don't. And it's that album's just pretty much regarded as a joke. So I'm. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Um. So we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up here. But really, the big last one that I wanted to get to was Dance Electronica album, and that went to Woman Worldwide by Justice. Now, I have a problem with this winner, not necessarily because I don't like the album or I dislike the group Justice, but that because essentially this is a live recording just with, you know, audience noise and cheering, applause, whatnot, taken out. That's what it is. 
So it's technically not a true album because it's a kind of like a mega mix mm. of their songs from previous albums. And I know I'm saying this also because Sophie was nominated and I really think she deserved to win this. But I'm just a little confused as to why an album that's technically not a recorded album but is a live album wins over Sophie or even John Hopkins. I'm just really confused. Yeah. Now, and this just kind of further cements my point too, that the electronic category should not just have five albums. There needs to be different subcategories for electronic albums because there's so many different kinds of electronic albums out there. Yeah. So many different genres. So it's like, why pigeonhole it to just five? You can have electronic dance, you could have electronic experimental, etc. To just do it, to just limit it to five albums is very disappointing. And I think that needs to be changed. But I know they probably won't do that because the last thing they're going to want to do is make this longer. Right. Yeah, I really wish Sophie won, honestly. Yeah, man. I, I, I do, too. I, th- I, think, I think that was a misstep there. I, re- I really do. Really, really do. Um, but I don't have too much other to say other than that. How about you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah? Okay. Yep. So... Thank you. Next. We're going to go on to... <laughs> see what I did there. Uh, we're see going what... on to Ariana Grande's uh, Thank You. On, uh, next. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ariana Grande... <sighs> let me just let me just say this about Ariana Grande. She's like the King Gizzard of the Lizard Wizard of pop albums. <laughs> like, King Gizzard released five albums in one year. Ariana Grande has, you know... <laughs> A sweetener came out last year, but towards the tail end of the year, and she basically said, I'm working on another album. So her output is just incredible. And also the level of production on both of these albums are also incredible. And given the length of time, like how she like factured everything, did music videos and wrote everything pretty quick, considering her life events that have happening, it's very impressive. Yeah, she's she's really a powerhouse of an artist. She you know, started out as a child star on Broadway, went to Nickelodeon, and now has just really become this pop icon. She's just, she's on the rise, and she doesn't show any signs of slowing down. So, like you were saying, this album comes right after Sweetener, and Sweetener came out soon after the unfortunate incidences that happened at a concert that she was performing at in Manchester, where there was a bombing there. So that was kind of like a bombing or a shooting. Oh, uh, I I, I think it was a shooting. Okay, it was a shooting. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. And, you know, that was really reflected quite a bit in that album. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great album. Uh, I I know we touched upon it briefly at some point. We didn't do a full review of it, but I did think it was a great album last year. I didn't put it in my 10 essentials, but I think from a mainstream pop album, Sweetener is definitely a good album pop album yeah it's got a lot of really good aspects to it the recording is incredible her voice and even on this album too just i think she stands out from other pop stars just because of her voice and just the range and the vocals that she does agreed and now she's back soon after sweetener with thank you next and this is definitely a bit of kind of a okay i've kind of compressed from all the recent events that unfortunately happened at the concert and I'm kind of just getting back to almost just having fun again. Yeah, I, I I, think it's interesting because, you know, when Mac Miller passed away, a lot of people were attacking her about it. 
So she kind of wrote thank you next as kind of like a response to everything about, you know, the Pete Davidson stuff, you know, Mac Miller. And I feel like on this album, there's a lot of flip-flop of I'm strong, I'm independent, but also like trying to be humble to my fans. Like she almost wants to tell off people, but she can't because of this huge megastar status she has and how much she doesn't want to be attacked. And I feel like this album in general just kind of flip-flops between those kinds of things, and it's kind of just weird to listen to. I w- I'm really glad to hear you say that, because I felt like there was definitely some kind of underlying internal struggle here. Yeah. Because Ariana Grande is going to have two sides to her personality, just like any other pop star. Sure. The one that the public sees, and the one that she puts out there in her tweets and Instagram and whatever else... And then the one where she's at home where there's no cameras around her. Yeah, she definitely has a lot of vulnerabilities, I feel like, and that's reflected in some of these songs. But also she like, it's like she wants, excuse my language, but she wants to be a bad bitch, but like she can't show it too much to her audience, if that makes sense. It's kind of like she's like Nicki Minaj if she could sing better. Which, funny enough, they did a song together. Yeah, but, and... like, you know what I mean? I feel like her style now is slowly trying to be, like, I'm this badass, no one can stop me. But also she's vulnerable, and she's, like, like she has a song called Needy. And it's just, like, you know, she's trying to be, like, oh, I'm needy, but also I'm a bad girl. like. Kind of I think thing. we have an artist here who's still kind of figuring things out. She's still young. I don't know if she—I think she's figured herself out. I think it's more of for the fans. She can't portray herself as being this— I mean, she portrays herself as a powerhouse, but, like, the way she just flip-flops back and forth between, like, like she's almost scared of, of to admit it to her people because she gets so much crap from people about, oh, you were the reason Mac Miller killed himself and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's not true, but, like, she feels like it's her fault because people are just shoving it down her throat. Yeah, and I, I guess what I mean by still figuring things out is that she she's definitely someone who knows she can be like she'll need somebody like she talked about that i'm the song needy yeah she needs that human contact and that love and that attention right but also she's independent she can do what she wants and she's still discovering herself exactly in that way yeah yeah i i think your enjoyment of this album is going to depend on how much of a fan you are of her persona that she has out there that pop persona where she's known as being the girl that's you know just gonna break one heart after another like you know if you were all about like oh you know she was dating mac miller and then there was all this stuff and then she was dating pete davidson and they almost got married if you're into that kind of stuff she plays that up a lot for her game yeah and i'm not knocking her for doing that every pop star in some kind of sense does that but she's definitely you know kind of saying like okay i know what the public says about me yeah you know and i'm just gonna kind of brush it off my shoulder and i think the problem with this album is she wrote this album for the public because Mm -hmm. you know even the title thank you next like you know she didn't really say too much when mac miller passed away but she released this song you know and in reference to pete davidson and the gate quick engagement and all that and this is like okay i get it thank you next like this is my album I did this, we're moving on. So yeah. I think, you know, her next album will be even better than this and kind of just a return to kind of like what Sweetener was, you know? Fun pop songs, showcase her voice. This is kind of like her apology album, I feel like. 
I could see that. Where it's not as maybe memorable. There are memorable songs on this, but it's kind of like, okay, I'm accepting what happened. I'm This is me. I'm still discovering myself, and I can't wait to show you what's coming next. So thank you, next. In terms of mainstream pop music, she does write some very, or, you know, perform some really strong singles here. Oh, Like God, the singles yeah. definitely stand out I on this album. I can't tell you thank you next has been stuck in my head for just oh, absolutely. like days <laughs> yeah absolutely and then the final track to break up with your girlfriend <laughs> on board yeah it's kind We're... of bizarre but yeah it's yeah it's it, it it was a last second decision to put that on there originally there was going to be a song called remember on there but you know to end it on that kind of playful note at the end i think it was a smart move to do for this album yeah. and carrie who's a huge ariana grande fan as well told me that thank you next apparently there's different versions of it and like the end lyrics kind of change a little bit. So I, I don't know which version they went with on this album, but. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I, I did not know that. Know so either. obviously you're going to be giving it a gotta have it then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a gotta have it per se, but I mean, you could do worse with pop albums, but I think we can jump into our final thoughts here. I think the main appeal of Ariana Grande is her voice and just her production style. And like her voice is incredible, man. Like, I think she posted like some old video of her singing in the car when she was like seven years old. And like, you know, like she was going to be something. And I think that's just incredible to say like her voice, man. Like it's, I don't know. Like I wish I could sing like that. Oh, I know too. I wish I could too. You I'm know, always jealous of people who can sing that good. Right. And I feel like this album was a lot of self discovery for her and just kind of like, okay, I've accepted everything that's happened to me in the past couple years I, you know, Sweetener was kind of my fun album. This is kind of like my album for my fans to be like, I'm discovering myself. Let's take everything I've learned and kind of experience and package it in this little thing. So I think from like, you know, a two album release standpoint, Sweetener is probably a little stronger than this one. I feel like the singles, you know, there's only a couple of songs on here that are the singles and I feel like they're strong, but not as strong as probably some of the other ones on Sweetener. So I think this one album in general I think it will, the fans will kind of love it and mm. those other people might not. So I'm going to give this like a really low, like downloaded, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think you could definitely do worse than this, but I, I think out of her catalog of albums, this might not be the fan favorite. I, I think if you're already a fan and you're, you're all about Ariana Grande and you're all about the, persona that she has out there and you know you really support her and feel like she's gotten a bad rap for things that she didn't deserve this oh is... i agree too i mean like all the stuff that she's experienced it's none of it's her fault and it's no. unfortunate that she's being attacked for it and the incredible lengths she's just been to and staying strong and like that's mm -hmm. incredible to see and she opens up a little bit more about that on this album it does get a little personal at some points and i think those are the kind of elements that that do work I always say that like a good pop album doesn't just live or die by its singles. Like the rest of the album is good as well. And mm -hmm. thankfully the songs that you won't be hearing on the radio here do work as well. Yeah. I do feel like it definitely is one of those kind of albums where I don't know. It, it, you're, you're right. It's definitely not as strong as sweetener. But I think it's going to get a lot of replayability for her fans out there. Yeah. 
I also just kind of feel like, too, that this album is just kind of a step for bigger things to come. Yeah, exactly. And that's not a knock against this album. That's not saying that this album is bad. It's just she she's about to take it to, I think, a whole nother level soon. Yeah. And she's already been immensely successful. Not not doubting that, not not denying that, I should say. And I think, thankfully, like the album itself is listenable from beginning to end. And the singles, like I said, aren't the only strong elements that are here. Um, if Sweetener got an Own It, like if we did do a review, I, w- I would have given it an Own It is what I'm saying. Oh, easily. Like this is definitely a buy it or, as you said, a, a download it. I think this is kind of a good move for her to put out this album in the beginning of 2019 not over the summer like she's already had some big hits on there she's gonna get through those but she's gonna come out with something even bigger probably in like the next six months here oh easily and i do appreciate that she can open up a little bit on this album too as well yeah and you know these things are important in her life but i'm glad like she wrote an album to discuss it all and now she can move on to write maybe songs she doesn't have to feel like she's apologizing for like things she has to still apologize for i think she can move on and kind of get back to like a fun pop song i mean these some of these songs are fun but i feel like she feels like she has to apologize for everything she's doing and hopefully that's not the case anymore because she's strong and she doesn't need to do that one thing that i did want to point out too her fans are going to care about this oh no her fans are going to but love everything she does yeah i i like the taylor swift a little bit yeah i do wish she worked with some really like great producers like i'm not saying that this album is produced badly but I want something that just kind of, like, takes me, like, by surprise. Yeah. You know? Like, she's like you said, she's got this immense voice. You know, she's got this personality that, you know, kind of differentiates her from other pop stars. And I don't think that a, you know, really extravagant, really crazy producer would do anything to hurt that. If anything, he would help accentuate it. Yeah. And I would love to see what she could do with something. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. But, like... Can't you imagine, like, okay, here's an example. Daft Punk, for example. Yeah. Like, what if they did something with her? That would be incredible. Right? Yeah. Like, I could totally see something like that. You know, get that, add an, a different edge to her music and just kind of open her up in new, like, artistic ways. Yeah, and I feel like her last two albums, these two albums in general, have been more you know experimental for her so i feel like the next album she's gonna put out is even better yeah and daft punk was just the one that i came up with yeah i know just something like contrastly different that you don't think like it would complement it but it wouldn't it would still work like for instance slater kenny's putting out an album this year and saint vincent's producing it like that makes sense like that's the sound of the future almost and they're kind of evolving and and St. Vincent's going to give him some great production and stuff. but Exactly. I would love to see her do that. I would love to see her work with someone who's prolific or someone who's going to take her music in an interesting direction. Yeah. I think she's covered every bit of ground that she needs to in the pop genre. Now it's time to do something like that. I would love to see like an R&B album with her. Yeah. Kind of singing like, not even covers, but like just beautiful R&B songs, maybe stripped down like a piano, bass kind of thing. Like That would be really cool. Yeah, because she's got the voice for it. Oh my God, she does. Yeah, so I'd be all about it. I mean, she sang at the Aretha Franklin tribute. That's right. She She passed away, so. Yeah, she she did a great job with that. More of that. Showcase that voice. Yes, please do. See, Adam? 
we sometimes can uh, discuss music that isn't for hipsters, right? Hey, look at that. Yeah, we we can discuss popular music. Right. So. But but speaking of hipsters, we're going to be talking about LCD sound system and Bob Mold on Thursday. So <laughs> for those of you who are clenching your uh, flannels and coffee, don't worry. We got you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, hopefully we also didn't upset any Ariana Grande fans out no, there. No, I think... like, it should be it. Gotta have it. No, I think we spoke about how we feel. And, you know, typically this is not something you and I go actively listen to but no i think it's fair to give everything a chance and you know i i've tried to be more less less negative about things and you, you know kind of seeing it from a different eye so is that new year's resolution well i'm trying <laughs> try not to be so negative you know I, there's a lot of negativity out there last thing we want to do is put some artists down you know i think that might just be the coffee it might be unless you're greta van fleet <laughs> look if greta van fleet came on with an album where they really tried something new i would be totally fair with it yeah but I don't think they're going to. Nope. Winning so. that Grammy justified it. So yeah. mm-hmm. get ready for Led Zeppelin 2, a.k.a. Greta Van Fleet's new album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This song oh. is called Escalator to the Skies. <laughs> <laughs> this song is called Talking a Lot. <laughs> this song is called Orange Cat. Uh, good stuff man good good stuff hey i think this is another fun episode i look forward to recording again with you on thursday yes sir let us know what you think please keep on giving us those sweet sweet reviews yeah we love them we sure do we we have a uh and i'm not going to spoil it we have a really interesting one to read on thursday oh do we (laughs) yes we do now oh boy so gonna gonna drop that little nugget there for people to keep you all in suspense Although, I mean, I guess they could go look at it. Yeah, but. we are on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and our website, g4dpodcast.com, where we put up all our episodes, and you can download them. Please do. Put them on your devices. Download away. Yes. Keep, keep those listens coming. Just, just, just keep them Just doing. like the coffee's flowing, keep the listenings flowing. Going. Going? Uh, a going? A going. So, so you listen to one podcast, and you're like, thank you, next you know, you just keep on going from one to the next one, right? right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. We could do that. We could have Ariana Grande on the show one day, and she could do a cover of that, right? Oh, my God. If Can you, you imagine if, you... if we have Ariana Grande on the show? Well, we, we might have to have a game set up like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're going to play this game. It's called, Is This Led Zeppelin or Grid of Fleet? <laughs> Spoiler, it's both of them. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, <laughs> there's probably so many people who listen to this. So, like, Greta Van Fleet again? Mark it off the bingo card. There you go. <laughs> well, <sighs> cheers to you, buddy. Cheers. Last bit of coffee right there. And cheers to you, G4D fam. We love you guys. Ah, good coffee. And good discussion here on G4D. A.K.A. Grounds for Discussion. discussion. Thank you. Bye. Caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4D podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks. <laughs>